podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, parachutes ready. Boy, the things I go through to get auto loan rates as low as 0.99% APR for 60 months on new vehicles with PenFed. You are aware that you don't have to be a military member to save hundreds on your auto loan, aren't you? Anyone can join PenFed. As someone terrified of heights, I probably should have looked into that. Probably. Drop me off at the shore. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash autos or call 1-800-247-5626. Advertised rates available through the PenFed car buying service. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. At Capella University, education is as smart as the world around us. With the FlexPath format, you can take classes at your own pace, set your own deadlines, and even leverage your previous experience to move faster. Now that's smart. Learn more at capella.edu. The Mysterons, sworn enemies of Earth, possessing the ability to recreate an exact likeness of an object or person. But first, they must destroy. Leading the fight, one man fate has made indestructible. His name, Trev Downey. The wasteland of an international fortnight is no place for those of us who crave proper football. Even the sanest of souls can lose their way in when faced with only midweek hodgeball. But at least it was good practice for the barren summer of tournament-free transfer guff that lies ahead. We had at least the pleasant distraction of the Stevie extravaganza and all the emotion that seemed to bring with it. So we'll reflect on that and the new self-ignited inferno over Raheem's contract. But really, we're all about Arsenal on Saturday and the FA Cup game to follow against Blackburn. After the sterling efforts of Phil in the host chair last week, I'm a battered Trev Denny. I'll be joined to talk football and nonsense in equal measure by Paul Brennan, Andy Young and the aforementioned Captain Casey. Let's take a look back at the uh, Stevie extravaganza at the weekend. Um, it was an interesting watch. You know, I'll fess up immediately. I didn't see the match myself live, but I saw highlights afterwards. Um, Andy, I know you were uh, kind of wall to wall watching the build up and all the rest of it. Uh, how were your sentimental sentimentality levels when you were watching it? Yeah, were you anyway arsed about seeing Alonso Torres, Reina Garcia? Was it too soon to see Suarez? Stuff like that. Uh, I suppose when they started talking about it a couple of months back, I was thinking, uh, you know, you you think of all these players coming back and it, it interests you, and then you lose interest, thinking oh, that's a lot of shit. You know, it's <laughs> nothing matching. I think most people were like that, but then all of a sudden. The night before it, there was loads of tweeting about it and loads of excitement and loads of interviews from Alonso and different and Pepe. Like, mm. so here I was. I'll give this a watch. Fuck it. And the next, and that morning, then I was dying for it. Yeah. Got really into it, like you know, because there was a lot of tweeting and I just started to park the negative negativity of the whole thing. <laughs> negativity <laughs> of the whole thing. Uh, said, why not? Sure. What's the point of being <clears throat> cynical about it? Let's let's mm. let's give this a bash and. You know, fuck it, like, Torres and the like gave us a lot of happy memories. So just see what it's like, you know, enjoy it. 
And uh, I have to say, it was brilliant. And fair play to the club for doing such a thing. There's not many clubs that would be able to pull off something like that in an international break with mm. all them big players, like big names, and carry it off so well. And it was a competitive match as well. And it was a great idea not to just have the likes of Kenny and Oiway <laughs> running around. <laughs> like, all the old boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You well, know, there were like actually lots who could have come who yeah. didn't seem to feature, who would have been able to play and stuff like that. There was a lot of names mentioned. Yeah, I was wondering, I was wondering like, you know, where the likes of Hippie was and, mm. and that, you know, mm. there there was other players. You know, you hear all these players when they're being interviewed saying, oh, once Stevie asked me, like, yeah, was, I, was, I was, I was no, there was no sure thing, I was going to be there. Yeah. So what about, who who, who said no? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's the best, that's <laughs> yeah. the real story. Yeah. But like, but on that, like, it, you said like, there's not many clubs could do it. You know, we are a sentimental lot, like as the yeah. supporters. You often have admitted yourself here that you're ah, yeah, very like romantic. I, I can be the worst for it. You know, I stand in somewhere in between the most cynical of bastards and LFC family for life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I see the golden boats. So, like yeah, I see, yeah, I see, yeah, yeah. I see the whole LFC family thing as a bit embarrassing sometimes. But, but then, what yeah. harm? What harm is somebody doing by? Being in love with the past players and being in love with the club and mm. and having an idea in their head that it is the perfect club mm. and then you can step away from all that and you can pick holes and everything but it does you no good as a fan it's just going to annoy you if you pick mm. holes and, and all the good Yeah, you know what I mean because there's enough bad about football at the moment but I think what, what Liverpool brings to what brought, brought the football there was, was the best of it yeah. you know the yeah. weekend there and, and, and did you find that that was the overwhelming feeling was like just kind of this warm gooey sentimentality thing yeah. basically all the way yeah. through yeah yeah I know, I was it was like an old like, cup the build up wasn't yeah. it like kind of fun yeah. items and stuff like now, that now the LFCTV course was bad you know what yeah, I mean yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell I thought this bunker was bad <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean man? but Jesus Christ like yeah. you know yeah. Not, I wouldn't say they're pumping money like even the even the the, the footage I'd say they're using cameras like that being fucked out by you're squinting <laughs> I'd say who's that who's that yeah. that yeah. looks very like John yeah. Yeah, yeah. is it he is playing is he <laughs> no it's 30 <laughs> so it's a bit of that but I know I was uh, delighted anyway watched, watched, all, watched most of the build up but it was only I think uh, that one pound uh, pass yeah, started that too yeah, yeah, yeah. so you only yeah. got the hour before yeah. then the match and then it was like everyone was interviewed afterwards yeah. you know it was deadly seeing Suarez being interviewed mm. and Torres and Reina Alonso was class well you know? actually on that then Paul um, the question I kind of started off with with Andy was like I mean was it too soon for you to, to be looking at Luis Suarez uh, parading around the field again an awful lot of people badly stung by him leaving them or the likes of Alonso a lot of people like the opposite to what Andy was saying are very cynical about all this Alonso love and you know, the, the, um, you see it all over Twitter all the time, don't you? People just going, "Ah, shut up!" Like you know. Yeah, well, like I, I was, I was fairly cynical coming up to it. Like when I first heard about the cherry game, I was like, "Oh yeah, that could be good." And like there was, a, it just reached saturation levels the few days before. So <laughs> I was just kind of like, "Nah, fuck that!" I'm not even bothered watching it. And I, I actually had to play in a match while it was on. Right. So I was, I was missing out. I wasn't that bothered. And then as I, I kind of got home, I looked on Twitter, and it was actually like you say. Was it too soon to see Suarez? The thing that made me say, I'll try and look for highlights of it was someone said, I can't believe Suarez has died. Actually, maybe I'm not really that. Obviously, it was it was horrible losing Suarez, but it wasn't kind of like, I don't hate him for going or anything like that. So mm. no, I, there was no, nothing too raw about seeing him again. Mm. And, and uh, I thought, yeah, it was a nice touch seeing the likes of Alonso and Reina. 
and Risa, like, I know that people are mad about Risa, and I was like, what the fuck's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, or whatever. But, like, I, I've, I've a lot of time for did Risa. You know, did you read Risa's blog? Risa yeah, I did, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you can't fail to be a little bit touched after that. Yeah, look, I've a lot, I've a lot of time for Risa because he's one of the only players who ever got sold, and kind of, he like, it, when he talks about it, he's kind of like, it's kind of my fault I got sold. Like he, he, he knows Except he was shy in his last season. Yeah. And he said he should have stayed and fought for his place. Because like he even said in one, one of his other blogs, he said, like, what was I thinking? Like, that's saying <laughs> no, no, Like, yeah. how did I not stay and fight him for a place? So, like, I've a lot of time for someone who has that kind of, who's that self-critical, really, that, and who isn't just sitting there going, oh, Benitez fucked me out and all Yeah, that brilliant thing. self-awareness from yeah, that. So and even a fellow who signs his blog, you're, you're one and only ginger. That's Yeah, that, that was a bit LFC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I thought, it was, it was decent all around, I thought. Like, I, I didn't get too excited by it, but, yeah. and, and I, like, I was a bit cynical in the, the day or two leading up to it, but I ended up watching it back and kind of enjoyed it. So it got knocked a bit of crack out. Yeah. Phil, you're you're a, you're an LFC family uh, signed up member there. You're, yeah, you're. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What about this idea of sentimentality? And like, if, if you don't, want, I know you'll you'll want to talk about Suarez, but did, did it serve a purpose that match and sort of maybe you know mending a few fences for likes of Torres and that? There was a that was quite notable, wasn't it? For me, that was the overwhelming thing. It was it was it was finally finally the final nail in in the Rafa. Era, mm. right? It was it was a chance for us to say goodbye to all the you know the, the Rafa players, the all all the ones that are here every summer. Maybe Alonso will be coming home. Maybe Torres. Maybe we'll bring uh, Torres home. Maybe you know you know all that type of stuff. Finally, that's gone, mm. right? Um, and we can move on and move on fresh. And I think that's really what that game to serve to do. Like I know everyone keeps mentioning that it was it was another Stevie game or whatever. It wasn't. That was the end of the old reign. That mm. was the that was the, the 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 sort of sunset on the shadow of Benitez that set over the club. And my only my only disappointment on it was that you know Benitez wasn't one of the managers. Now yeah. I love Roy Evans. Don't get me wrong, but I would have rather seen Rafa Benitez and Roy Evans as the two managers on the day, and, and have Brendan there. Yeah, 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 the loop really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and and you know just just because that you know that they were they were they were great managers and it was great times. Was Rafa even there? I don't think so. I don't think so. No, Paco, Paco, uh, Astro was there. He was in Liverpool anyway because yeah. mine and mine met in the airport. I don't mm. know whether he was just floating around in Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> Hoping to get an invite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Can I come in? No. Can I come in? No. He might have been there as a spectator. Yeah, yeah but it's yeah. kind of surprising he wasn't there maybe as Roy's assistant or something like but, that, you know? <laughs> but, like, yeah. you know, with, with, and with all his players, because like, if you think about it, all, all the big names that was there, you had Alonso, you had Reina, you had Arbeloa, mm. you had um, Torres, you had Gerard even, and you had Dork, you had... Um, Jay Spearing. Jay Spearing, yeah. Um, Coit didn't play. Coit didn't play, Dork Morales didn't play. That was yeah. a shame, Dork. Yeah. Right, but, but, like, you know, yeah. they were all players so that are synonymous with, with, with the running. Camel took a penalty shoot at halftime. Turkey did. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. But like, uh, did he miss? Well, it didn't show. So hang on, did he go full Terry and tug out and when he was there at the end in his kit, was he? In case they won, with shin guards and everything. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like, and, and that for me, that's what I said. It was, it was great to say, you know, you don't, normally you don't get to say goodbye to the players that, that you know, that you whose time at the club you, you thoroughly enjoyed. I know people say, oh, we didn't win trophies, we didn't win many trophies with them or whatever, but look, Got the two European Cup finals. Yeah, but particularly... Finished runners-up in the league. They won a league cup. They won an FA Cup. 
you know, if you think if, of all the years that we've had since since the last time we won the league, that was the one that you always felt we were probably closest to winning the league and or up there or going to be challenging or going to be challenging in Europe. Like we were the best team in Europe, uh, you know, in the mm. year that we we lost Milan and the, the final. coefficients. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, but, uh, yeah. seriously, like yeah, that's that's yeah. how good of a side we became um, with <clears> those players. So for me, that was the biggest thing. It was a great chance to say goodbye to them. But with Torres in particular, wasn't it? I mean, even the words from him afterwards, he, yeah, he listen, was pretty touched by the reception. You know, and I don't I, think he was expecting it. He looked very wary at start. I, 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 I would have fucking brutalised him now when he was leaving and sticking the knife in his back and the whole lot. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it just, I, I thought it was terrible. But, you know, in fairness... The verb you just invented, to brutus. Yeah, <laughs> to brutus. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking impressive work there, man. I've just been listening to you doing your, your, your actual. How come you don't do that good analysis you did in the other AI pods there the, yeah, on, yeah, on this yeah. show? Come on, man. <laughs> I told you, it's old school moments. I just go oh, into it, I lose myself. Come on, anyway. So you, yeah, you, you brutalised them, man. Yeah, I would have brutalised Torres back when he left, but like. <laughs> Now, coming back and the things he said, look, I think we all know as 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 a person, Torres hasn't hasn't been as happy as he was when he was at Liverpool, right? And you could see it in the, in the way, especially in his in his football, right? And you could see that he was he was happy to be back and everything like that. And but at the same time, it's when you stand back from very cold and you look at what he did after he left the club and the trophies he won. Mm-hmm. You know, one of his things when he left was that he want, he was he wanted to go win trophies and he didn't feel he was going to do it at Liverpool. Right? Mm-hmm. And he, he always claims as well that the, there's his side of the story and he's not going. To, you know, he won't say what it is. So you know, for me, it was close in that end, and it was nice to see him back. It was great that he got a reception. And I know I know there's a question about the crowd, and you know, again, loads of songs, loads of noise. It's just a pity that it's not like that all the time. You know mm. what I mean? Like I, I always think it's gas. Sometimes we're, we're scared to sing songs about old players and, and just be quiet. Hmm. When in fact it's better to have loads of noise, even if it's fucking, even if it's a relevant noise. Once it's just an atmosphere that's constantly bouncing. That's all Yeah. So for me, it was great to see him, and like you always, you always, we finally got the money shot of Gerard, Torres, and Suarez in in, in the frame together, like in mm. in in match action, and it looks like something's happening. It's the one where, <laughs> the one where listen, but yeah, Torres is, looks like he's nuts, and Lucas, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lucas is like the legs are wide open. Yeah. Gerard's about to go and run, and Suarez is. I don't know. He's out trying to bite somebody or something. But he's just there, and it's just you know, it's 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 the what if. You'll all, yeah. We'll always have that picture as the what if. The sweetener about like I know Torres went to Chelsea and that, but the sweetener is we got fifty million and he was a a broken player. Yeah, like mm-hmm. he was no use to us anyway. No. So it didn't really matter where he went. Okay, he went to a fucking horrible club and all that. Yeah. But he he went and he on to be shit, and we all got to laugh a little bit. So well, that was the sweetener. Yeah. And with Suarez, it's just like he left in his prime, but he went to Barcelona, mm. so you can completely forgive him straight sweet away. Sweet and sour, you know what we did with the fifty million. So there was still half of the fifty million. But that's well, that's completely how Torres' control. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, yeah, to be fair. But at the same time, the other thing is like you know, you get great sound bites that make us feel happy again. Like Suarez said that if he ever comes back to England, he'll only come back to Liverpool. Yeah, like that's what. Yeah, you know, I You were saying that was the final nail in the Benitez coffin. This, this Suarez. Confidence open nowadays. Like, <laughs> that's that's staying open. That's staying open. He was so like he was lying through his teeth when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously he was just doing it for the Stevie. Yeah, oh, he's he, doing it for it was, the Stevie. Did you see the actual interview yeah. or did you just read it? No, I just read it. Was, it, was, it was, yeah, I know. Like it was bad. Like yeah. was, yeah. he was just saying they were they're pushing him and pushing. <laughs> him. <laughs> but he came back. To, no, no. So he came back to England. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and we put yeah. him in a bus, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the bus is only going to Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> I know he really, and he just started saying on his bread that yeah, the only club would be. At least, at least Harris was a bare face. 
fucking lawyer. He tried to convince her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love this claw. Smashing. Whereas fucking Suarez from day one was up front and honest. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, 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 I want to play for Barca. I want to do this. So I want to do that. Yeah. I don't know. It's, uh, I know not to jump ahead of your agenda, but like that's that's relevant when we start coming on to talk about Sterling as well. Well, yeah, well we will. But just to see out this little topic, because I did want to talk about one more, t- one or two more things. Andy, like uh, as a man who saw the match unfold, did it seem to you as, as a as a, a fitting send off for Stevie? Let's take the whole charity aspect out of it for yeah. And re- it was basically the Stevie show. So did, did it seem like no? A fitting... It didn't. It can like it come across more and more or less about Stevie as the match went on. Like, yeah. You know the fa- the fans didn't spend the whole day singing about yep. Jared as if it was his good boy. Yeah, it was it was far from his testimonial. Yeah, weird now, that, isn't it? Now no. I don't know what happens. I don't know whether Jared is uh, so humble that he doesn't want the testimonial and he just wants it to be. But he, he wanted it he? to be done right. Yeah. Did he? Yeah, that's someone, against Olympiacos. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well, okay. So he, he's got his testimonial. So yeah. he doesn't want. He didn't want. He didn't want to be. Didn't want a big scene. Yep. It was so clear it wasn't about him anyway. I forgot mm. about that testimonial. Yeah, yep. but it was so clear he didn't want it to be about him. It mm. was just. It was about the charity and everybody was there for the good of. Some people didn't know either. <laughs> Terry didn't know he was no, there. No, he had the breeze. He some... was like, Terry was just ass up for a game of ball. Yeah. Uh, Defensive game. Why not the ending the Was Terry there? Because, like, I mean, I was, he, there were shots and wandering around the, 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 the changing room <laughs> afterwards. And he's basically just jumping into everyone's self. He's going, all right. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, is the, yeah. what is the story? Well, was, he probably well, wasn't actually, invited. He probably why, just showed up. Why was Charlie Adam there? Because yeah. he, he, he's, he's great, he's great, he's great mates with Pepe Reina. And he, he is supposed to be popular. Right? He's he just one of the, he's a good lad, is he? Is that the crack? Even John Aldridge on the commentary was yeah. saying, like, he was referring to him as Charlie, and he, like, every time he spoke about him, like, it was like, even right. he loved him. Even though, like, well, well like, yeah. Charlie was Kenny's They were going out on the piss afterwards. So you want to get all the lads who are a bit of crack on the piss. There was a man, Scott Dan there now, wasn't there? Yeah, isn't he like a cousin or something? He's just a big, oh, Liverpool, a big Liverpool fan. fan. Scott yeah. involved in the match, was he? Yeah, yeah. and oh, then okay. uh, Jared's cousin. Jared's so there's a few. He started, didn't he? Yeah, there was yeah. a few like stragglers. Mm-hmm. I'd say obviously they were trying to keep it as quality as they could yeah. by playing, getting fellas that are playing a bit of ball as well, like rather than like they could have dug up Henshaw at least. Where is Henshaw? You never see yeah. him about anything. No, I'd say he's fat. There, I just have this feeling he's fat as fuck. Like, like yeah. remember when Pallister got massively fat? Like, yeah, like just turned into a blob. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he like Henshaw was, he was kind of heading towards of putting a few pounds on. He, he was once he, he left Liverpool, yeah. wasn't he? As yeah. soon as yeah. that happened, but like, he's probably got full Bruce. Like, <laughs> do you know what? It was great to see Henri play. Brilliant, yeah. but, and he was full on the guff about oh you'll never walk out. Ah, listen, ah. but that's because like remember he, he brought the gaff for Liverpool because he was going to soil for us that year. Oh yeah, yeah so he, he was yeah. probably just finally getting the use out of the gaff that yeah, you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drogba's probably the same. Drogba. What was Drogba? Why the last person I'd invite along to a Liverpool match is Drogba. The fuckers ruined us so many times. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, off you. I think yeah. that's another thing of the LFC uh, family club. <laughs> <laughs> there was people talking about like genuinely going. Jesus, drop it next year with Balotelli. <laughs> oh, this looks like it could work. Well, actually, there you go. On that, right, the finish. Was there anyone else that was a little bit actually more annoyed than enthused by the fact that Balotelli was good in that match? Uh, yeah. Do you know what like, I mean? It, I, was more, I was more amused at how shy Glenn Johnson was oh, in that, that match. Was, that that was, was just spectacular. He wasn't even at the pace of a charity match. I was yeah. going, oh, I'll give up. Yeah. But Balotelli, like, he's... Look, nobody's doubting that the fella has ability, but that's the that's my fucking problem with him. Yeah. Like, he's got it there, but he just won't use it properly. He just won't deploy himself. 
Like he's just into showing off on the pitch when it's you know there's a bit of space on the ball, like you know, and he, no one really closing down. And you can just put that ball into the bottom corner, but he's not interested in just pushing himself. Maybe you should just tell him that every game is like a bit of crack. Yeah, it's treating every game like it's the crack. That's Nobody, the that's he, he doesn't. He doesn't. He's, if if he treated every game as like a bit of crack, you'd get the performance that he was there. Well, no, because he's not able. That charity invitational against Arsenal coming up. It's the Emirates Foundation this week, to <laughs> yeah, Mario. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, there should be a mention, a special mention for uh, Henri's setup for a babble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, enjoyed yeah. that. I mean, ah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember he did that in I think it was a Premier League match and like I pissed myself laughing because I thought he did a he big made a mistake, yeah. and it showed the replay I was like oh actually oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a fucking genius <laughs> it was even better there wasn't it because yeah, he was played the ball in it was, yeah. the, it was that Pele ball yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he was fucking dead <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ he's now he's still as shit as ever <laughs> <laughs> it was Carragher that he sold as well wasn't it Carragher you know getting ready to block yeah. the shot and, oh, I love Babel talking about how you know um, it helps us segue into the next item which is contracts but he was talking about Sterling and oh yeah well it's a lot of money to be asking you know I certainly I, I'd play for Liverpool for a lot less you know <laughs> yeah, he never wanted to leave <laughs> not no. a chance and you know what the gas thing is I always had in the back of my head since Brendan's taken over he's probably the type of player who would have fucking excelled under Rodgers the type of player that, that when he came here he was a left wing forward at, at, at Oh yeah, if you coached and would, of them, and would have mean? been, you know, Rafa wanted to turn him into that sort of dork out on the left hand side. Whereas I think Brendan would have wanted him to be just this creative, mad fucking enigma in the uh, front line. trick pony though was always that just push the ball out, <coughs> out wide and then just take a big fucking swinging shot. Like, but, the, uh, the, but, the, but everybody in the whole ground knows there's a shot coming. Well, you know, <laughs> I just said yeah. uh, that's that's my own thoughts. Yeah. Thanks, Alfred. Yeah, cheers. It's good way to finish your analysis. Uh, Who knows? We'll never know if you're right or wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, what if game? You, you should give us your thoughts on, on liberos later on. Listen to you Right, uh, let's let's chat about um, um, the big topic of the week, which uh, a lot of uh, petrol poured onto the fire today with the Raheem Sterling situation. Um, massive statement and an interview an exclusive interview he did with BBC which is in itself quite interesting that he chose to go to the BBC as opposed to the local paper um, uh, I wouldn't mind reading a few bits and pieces from that before okay, wait, will we get a point for you? before I do uh, <laughs> thanks man before I do like I had started this off by saying why are people losing their shit over Raheem Sterling's contract when none of the information is clear um, that was just before but that was just before <laughs> yeah. he came out and said what he said yeah. now, have we all seen the statement before I start uh, yeah, talking we, uh, about we heard him on the radio already your initial impression of Andy yeah what well, like <laughs> it's a strange one right yeah I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. Like he's tying this so badly. Like whatever about wanting to leave, if that's what he wants to do, you know, what what he do at this stage? Mm. You know, Liverpool were flying, um, thirteen games unbeaten or whatever, and they've just been beaten by United, and it's it's knocked it's knocked us for six now, going for the top four, and it's the lead up to a huge game, and he's released a statement like that. Mm. I mean, is he taking the piss out of Rodgers or what? Like, remember at the start before. Sterling was even kind of, you know, establishing like we, we knew he was a prospect and all that. And there was the Rogers uh, snippets from training like when they're on that tour, like and he yeah, was giving yeah, them yeah. dogs abuse not dogs abuse, he was he was putting them in his place basically. Yeah. And it's like uh, Sterling is in his own head is now putting Rogers in his place mm. and saying, Well, going fucking deadly now and 
I'm, I'm calling the shots around here. Well, 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 like it's so disruptive to it is disruptive. the team. Yeah, and like he's, he's given an interview with, uh, full of quotes which can be taken out of context. And if they are, for example, he says different bits and pieces about Arsenal and flattery that they are interested. And with the timing of the match coming up, if those things are taken out of context, they sound an awful lot worse than they actually are. Mm. In the context in which they came up, they're maybe not as bad and they're, they're couched in other bits and bobs. But, I mean, like he says he doesn't want to be seen as a money-grabbing uh, 20-year-old. And yet he does go on and admit you'll have, you'll have seen this yourself mm. that if the offer had been made to him back when we were doing really well mm. then he probably would have said yes but now he says it's a matter but what's, of time what's changed like we're not, well, we're not what's exactly cha- what's changed is the status of the club and what we're going for by comparison yeah. and he's nakedly obvious about that yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe that if we hadn't assigned Lovren it might still sign the con- well, contract or, no but uh, this is your point right yeah. we, he said last summer he would have signed the contract had it been put in front of him right that was before we had uh, a horrific start to the season that we've had to go on a wonder run to get back into with a show for Champions League and his argument is that he wants to win trophies his, his, his mm. focus is on trophies like going, going away from the, the, the money side of things now for me we got Sterling because Sterling wanted to play at a top club and he was at QPR at the time, right, as, as a kid. And he came to Liverpool to, to make the breakthrough at a top club. Now, this is the thing. If, the, if he has that level of ambition and he's got... His agent could be having... Could have offers on the table from the likes of City and Chelsea, right? Just, uh, he could even have a, say, from Bayern Munich or whoever it is, right? If he thinks that he has a better chance of winning trophies with them, which, if we're going to be 100% honest... If you're to stack all the teams up at the start of the season, who, who's the most likely teams to win the league? Right, City and Chelsea are going to be the first two out of the hat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if if, if trophies are what's driving him, and he doesn't feel that we're going to be in a position to challenge for for the league title or Champions League, then he is being honest. However, the timing of this couldn't be any worse, mm. and yeah. that's that's my issue with it. Like, yeah. He could have done this last week before the charity match, before the England game, right? And it would have been all buried with the, with the charity match and everything like this. There is now nothing that can bury this story before the Arsenal no, the only time to do this, The only time to do this would have been during the summer. Yeah. Like, like they, they, like if, it, if it's a strategy to... Get more money. Generate, no, generate interest yeah. in it. So he, he wants options. Like he might, There might be an offer on the table. There might have been a bit of tapping up going on or whatever. And he wants to generate interest. He wants to, without handling a, a transfer request, he wants to say, come and get me. Mm. He could have done it in the summer. As soon as the season was over, see where we're at. If we finish fifth or sixth, throw it out there. Nobody, Nobody's going to blame him. But the, I haven't even went on to Twitter to see the reaction. But I can guarantee, I don't even need to check. Mm. But I'd say there's a lot of hate going on tonight. And if he had done it at the end of the season, yeah, you would have said... Mm. Fuck it, you know. Okay, you little bollocks. <laughs> but you would have been forgiven for it. Mm. But uh, I mean, I think he's got. I think he's lost a run of himself. He's still only what twenty, twenty one, twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, he hasn't even begun to prove himself as a top player. He's just, he's just a prospect still. He's you know. Is that not a little bit? Uh, would you not say he's at this stage he's how many go- how many players have we seen at 20 who just went downhill from there that he peaked mm. at 20 mm. you know so like he's been developing like lovely and he's a lot of thanks to Rogers for mm. how he's been developing mm. why wouldn't he give Rogers another four seasons he could be 24 and reassess the situation and move on and win 
trophies for six years. Yeah. But the, the other thing is he has two and a half years left with his contract. Like, yeah. let's not forget this. It's not that his contract is up in the summer or he has a year yeah. left. He has two and a half years left on that contract. The timing is, is, is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. He could have even, like, if, if he does want to wait to the summer, all he has to do is, like, make a statement to that effect Which he through, did. through the club website. Mm. He doesn't have to go and do a half hour interview with the BBC where they're, like, they're obviously going to be scavenging <laughs> for any little story yeah. they can get. Mm. Of. Yeah. They'll spin mm. all the quotes. Like, they'll, like, he'll, uh, it's not what he said, really, that pissed me off. It's just the fact that he's done it. Like, there's no reason to do it. He's kicked the can down the road now, Paul, and says that basically I will give guarantees in the summer. Well, yeah, well, he's just so. saying that he's going to decide in the summer. And I, I can see why, like, I, I've no real problem with that because, like, he's 20 years old. He's got two years still left on his current deal. Mm. Like, he, there's, no, there's no reason why he would kind of just, like, sign a new deal now. Mm. When you when you can see where we are in the summer, we don't know whether we're going to be in the Champions League. That looks probably unlikely now, actually. Mm. After the United loss, so like the, from his, I can see his point of view where he's saying, "I want to keep my options open." But like, there, there's a way of doing that. Like, you can just say to the club, "Listen, we'll come back to it in the summer," and the club can put it out there, yeah. saying, mm. "Well, we're going to leave." It. You don't have to go to the BBC and do this half-hour interview. The, put, like, uh, put yourself I, putting a target on your back. Like, have the BBC just caught a naive young flat out? Like he's, I know he's like a lot of experience for his age, but Henderson hasn't signed a new contract either, and you don't see him I think doing I, these interviews. I, Maybe I, the BBC were badgering him. I don't think that's naive. I think that's strategically done as leverage. Yeah, that's that's what I'm Okay, so there's a number of ways of looking at it, and if you think it's a, if you think he's done it, you know, for clever reasons, then he's looking for. A better contract. Well, I, hang on, Andy. He's got, a way you, you boys have both have all mentioned that he's got two years left in his contract, right? Mm. He says that he just want to be seen as a money grabbing twenty year old. But he says, look, I don't want to be perceived, perceived as a money grabbing twenty year old. I just want to be seen as a kid who loves to play football and do the best for a team. Lovely. But then he also says, oh, sorry, yeah. I do, uh, 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 He's talking about uh, last year when the team were, run, were going for the title. And he says, well, if at that point in time I was offered a contract, I most definitely would have signed straight away, probably for far less money than being than, than it's being offered now. I just think the timing was a bit off. But like, again... What timing? Exactly. I, I but did, didn't, didn't he sign a contract only 12 months Why did he start before? bringing up his contract last year with three years, three and a half years to run? I, I think it's to show the difference in where the club is now and where the club was then. And, and 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 that just I think he does he does have a point that way he does because well, yeah. even Jared said like Jared, Jared said at the end of the season we had last season if I was after the contract in the summer that I de- like and I knew I thought I was going to be playing this season I'd have definitely signed it and then as yeah. the season wore on we were doing worse and he like Jared, Rogers is telling them listen I'm going to start taking you out of the team the circumstances changed and Jared said right I don't fancy sticking around yeah. so I can see where Sterling's coming from uh, like that way because uh, the circumstances have changed big style well, maybe he's maybe he's uh, hiding behind that Gerard quote mm-hmm. like Gerard said it's so but come here is, isn't, it, isn't it though a case that you see this all the time with, with players mm-hmm. like that you know mm-hmm. they, they, they look to leverage the maximum amount they can and if they're looking for a way out instead of looking for a transfer request because they don't lose their loyalty bonus yeah. that they make their position untenable at a club yeah. mm. like yeah. even Suarez tried it with the Guardian interview do you remember the, the year before he actually left yeah. Yeah. then they signed a new contract that would probably involve a release clause. He was pro- there's probably no release clause in the contract that he's been offered. Yeah. And this gives him a guaranteed way out mm. um, for, for certain types of clubs at a certain price, which is not potentially in, his, in, his new, in the contract that they're offering at the moment. Because mm. they're looking at a 20-year-old and they're saying, we're not putting release clause in this because the ceiling is fucking through the roof. 
mm-hmm. in terms of in terms of the, the potential that this fellow but has. But like, doesn't he have a right as well? Of, uh, despite <coughs> what Andy's saying early on, maybe as as potentially the guy who was our go-to player when we were really in the shit this season and got us out of a lot of trouble because he was able to be flexible and able to use his incredible talent in various ways. Doesn't he have a right to ask for? at least equal to the best money that, that that's going for the club and you hear these other stories about oh well, Harry Kane's only asking for X, Y, or Z and that shows he's loyal I mean look just before you do before, I, I remember in an early pod uh, just to do devil's advocate I went down to Bill O'Hurley asked a stupid question route and said like but what about um like, I mean, shouldn't they be proud just to play for Liverpool? And every one of you boys, ah, fuck off. The money is exactly, they, they earn that money, they're entitled to that money, blah, blah, blah. So, in that line of thinking, isn't he entitled to... Have, I mentioned, have I mentioned once that about the money? No. This personally, Phil, yeah. I, have I mentioned it once about the money? Have I? <laughs> no. no, I haven't, because the money to me is irrelevant to this. If we don't pay him, if we don't pay him, ultimately, if we don't pay him, what an agreeable deal because every yeah. he's going to start off wanting 200 grand a week and we're going to come in and want to pay him 50 grand a week right that's mm. contract negotiations that negotiation, happens in everything yeah. right they put a figure out his agents put mm. a figure out of 180 grand a week in, in one of the pay, papers and Liverpool are leaking that they're prepared to pay him up to 100 grand mm. right you can almost see where the middle ground is here on this one that's, that's no but this, this is what yeah. I'm saying right yeah, yeah, yeah. so then it's are we prepared to pay the top whack for the best young players that are out there right and if we are then we have to be prepared to say when the likes of Coutinho comes in for a contract negotiation, when Henderson comes in for a contract negotiation, that we're not going to get away with paying them 40 grand and 50 grand a week. Mm. Because you can't build a model that's designed to buy young players, the best young players out there, and develop them into world-class players and pay them peanuts. Mm. Because you, every, every analysis of the money spent in football will show you that ultimately your wage bill to be one of the top sides, you end up with one of the top wage builds in the, in the, yeah, in the league that you're it's playing. It's directly proportional yeah. almost. Like, you know, unless, you, unless you want to fire them off for profit and start again and then you don't but have but the ambition to, that you state. Going back to Paul's contract bit, right? We are following a very similar model or trying to follow a very similar model to the one that Arsenal have put in place. Mm. right? And the flaws in that model has always boiled down to contracts and how they lose players, how Arsenal have lost players because they haven't begun contract exactly negotiations. exactly the same way. Yeah. yeah. And it's, we're mirroring, mirroring that. And yeah, going back to your point, we shouldn't be afraid to throw out a two-year extension to somebody who's 20 who's performing really well for us. If we, even if he's only signed a, a four-year deal 12 months beforehand, hmm. that two years gives you five years. You don't, hmm. You're not in this position. And as he says, you, 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 if he says no, you still have fucking three years left on it and you've got plenty of time to sort the deal out. Hmm. Another, another look. Obviously, he, he is he's massively promising. But I've seen a lot of people say, like, we have to throw the kitchen sink at him to keep him. But I, I don't really agree with that because, like, he, in his first season, twelve thirteen, the twelve thirteen season, he had a good first half of it and went off the boil. The la- last season, he was he didn't start well. He came into another good season, and this season he's been mixed. So, like, is that enough to become like one of the highest ter- earners in our club's history? Like. Hmm. I don't. I don't think mm. it is. I don't. I don't think. I don't think we should let ourselves be mm. like bent over a barrel. Like that's the sort of logic that kind of got real. Like Rooney when he's yeah. in two years when he can't move. Like, like when he looks like Onslow out of <laughs> like that because that's what's going to happen to him in two years. He still he'll still have like about two years left on that giant contract you know yeah. you gave him because yeah. that's what happens when you, when you like that's what happens when you get into the 
the mindset of we yeah. can't be seen to lose him because he's like he's really good. But, but, we, but, so but do you think to... he's, he's getting poked? Because he says like I keep hearing I've rejected all sorts of contracts. Uh, <laughs> me and the club and my reps have spoken about it. Put talks and hold until the end of the season. So it's frustrating to he hear. Is. It's frustrating to hear the contracts. Raheem is speaking. It's frustrating <laughs> to hear the contract situation keep like going on and on. I just wanted to get my point across the, on the whole thing. Now, if you just yeah. wanted to get his point across, are you any clearer after reading that? Because I'm not. Well, so maybe well maybe they pulled them. Um, pulled certain quotes out of the interview and let you know he might have said some good stuff as well like you know how he just wants to he does he, he praises Brendan he and then if, yeah. he, if he ever leaves England the only player he might have said things I, look I'm only just this is only come on you know and so just started thinking, thinking out loud here but he could have said things like I just want to put to bed all this mm. fucking rumour shit. Mm. He did so. Why is he even talking? Well, yeah. here's, 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 here's the problem. But we like, have. if he's if he's done this to, for clarification, he hasn't clarified. He's it. done. Uh, no, he might have said a lot more that BBC as yeah, yeah. a lot of journalists yeah, have chosen yeah, yeah, yeah. to leave out. Yeah. Well, like, and I, it's made him look terribly but, but bad. But here's the into, here's the thing, right? And here's the catch twenty two. If you put Sterling and, and take away the emotion from this whole thing for a moment, right? Uh, it could be any player. Let's say it's. I can't think of another player. It's your encyclopedic knowledge of 30s football. Let's say it's Isco. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, but say he goes, remove from the Liverpool side, it's a player. And he's one of the best young players in the country. And the two top teams who are prepared to pay fucking stupid money and wages Hmm. have both put a deal to his agent illegally, legally, whatever, right? It's mm. never going to come out. Yeah. And they said, we're prepared to pay him 150 grand a week. Mm. Right? Straight up. Mm. And Liverpool are saying, well, we're only prepared to pay 100 grand a week. Mm. Right? Now, you're that player and you're being told, well, you'll, you know, you'll come to our club, you'll be one of the first team players, blah, 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 blah. And we'll develop you and we'll turn you into a world-class player and you'll get to play in the Champions League stage every year and you'll challenge for the leagues. When you boil it down to that, like, it's, we have to either compete with the wages or say, fuck it. We have our own system and we're going, this air system is going to work for us. But then it needs to be said to the fans. There needs to be, I'm not so, so much saying the, a statement from the club saying this is it, right? But it just needs to be sort of saying, if he goes, that, explain to, well, look, we have, this is, we have a system that we've set up that we fully believe in well, and we believe will deliver us trophies. And not treat the fans like gobshites and put out stupid stories which are like, not, which are, you know, uh, uh, just sort of trying to cloud what's going on. Give a realistic expectation of where... But this is our model. This, this is, is our model. We weren't yeah, prepared yeah, to break yeah. our model just because a, a very talented young player wasn't prepared to accept the offer that we put on the table. Oh, well, let me throw something like well, that. Then when Suarez um, got so good that, 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 uh, mm. that season where they kind of gave him that new contract, 250 yeah. grand a week, it was rumoured at yeah. Christmas... Like that was sort of like now I don't know maybe that was just trying to keep him because they knew what was going on the Barcelona thing was probably in motion mm. I don't know but they have so if, if you're to take it on face value they have shown that when someone's good enough they're going to pay them mm. Mm. now like I certainly think Sterling it like although I was saying he's still a pros he's still very young he's still a top 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 player one yeah. of our top players so I don't think he should be one of the top earners. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't begrudge him of 150 grand a week. I certainly wouldn't. Well, look on that. On that, I'll just throw it out to you because on 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 the, this idea of where he's, I fucking would begrudge him 150 grand a week. But listen, I mean, it's, no, no, but I'm just the saying, money is, the money is yeah. there to pay the top players. Oh right? no, yeah, I like, agree with you. We like at this stage, we should be over that footballers are rich, yeah. greedy 
fuckers like. I mean, <laughs> why wouldn't you be if you're playing at that level and everybody else is getting? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, two two things. How vital do you see Sterling being to Liverpool's future and successful future? And with that, and with the answer to that, we had a question in from Floyd who's saying, "What would be your thoughts if a fifty million plus offer came in for Sterling in the summer?" That's that's. I, I get what what he's what he's saying. Is there a price at which we prepare to let That's him go? That's exactly what he's saying. Right? So, but like, there's no way somebody's going to offer us fifty no. million quid for Sterling. I'm well, sorry, I'm so, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. right? As talented as he is, right? If somebody comes in with a twenty-five million or a thirty million pound offer, the club will take that because it's a twenty-year-old that we've paid five million for that we're going to make a massive amount of money on, right? And would arguably be able to go out and buy a similar stature player if not a little bit more developed, to have as much of an impact on what about, the team. You, you know, you have to play the whole English player logic here. Like, I don't think he's going anywhere for 25 million or 30 million. Like, I think it's going to be north of 40. I don't. Do you mean if it's within, within to another If it's in England, it might be, it'll be different. Is that what you mean? Or do you mean anywhere? Not just the way English players are priced. The way English, I, sure, I like, even, loads, yeah. even Ross Barkley... How, how bad he's been since he just started, like, you know, he exploded and mm. like there was talk of moves to Madrid and Chelsea and all for 50 mm. and 60 million. Like, that's kind of the point where Sterling is at the moment. So if there is a bid more between the likes of your Chelsea's and City's and Arsenal, like Arsenal are starting to spend the money. Like, he could easily go for 50, I wouldn't rule it out. Now, if he goes away to Real or whatever, you know, or there, I couldn't see it. Oh, I'd say it'd be a bit less. Like. Why is it that both, both of you have gone towards the fear as opposed to the first part of the question? Is it because we're, we've been so badly stung by players leaving that you don't want to think about how central a lad is going to be to our potential success? Or do you not actually genuinely think that he's absolutely central to us moving on a level? Obviously, you have to, you have to make a huge, huge effort to keep someone like Sterling. Yeah. But like I, I just don't think like like Andy mentioned the the contract Suarez was given. That was when he was like he was blowing people away on his own. Like mm-hmm. like Sterling still has a long way to go, a, a hell of a long way to go before he's like yeah. before he's one of your go to. But that was that was like, my point earlier. Like, I don't want to like disrespect. Like I mean, I love Sterling and he's quality. But yeah. like when you when you comparing him with other top players we've had, where I had this over a barrel like Torres and Suarez. Yeah. Like, Come on, yeah. There's, there's no comparison, but really. the terms yeah. of how well they're proven, like, and, yeah. and also, if he's point, got, sorry, no, no, but the, <laughs> no, that, that, that's that's my point on it. Like, if we have to replace Sterling, it's not as hard to replace him. And I want to make this clear: I do not want Sterling to leave. I think he's a fucking phenomenal player. I think if we keep him, we can build a team around him, right? And I think he will progress to be a world class player. And I'm setting that out clearly, right? Mm. But where he is at this moment in time is easier to replace than where Suarez was when he left the yeah. team because Suarez was 30 goals and 30, 30 assists yeah. Sterling is not at the 30 goals 30 assists mark no. he could well be in two mm. or three years time at which point it would be nearly impossible to replace him as we found with Suarez but at this moment of time if you were going to replace him you're probably replacing 12 to 15 goals in a season and maybe 8 to 9 assists over the course of a season and while we can see what, he can, what he's going to progress to you can replace that mm. input in a team. and But I will make this clear, I do not want him to leave. I want the club to keep him. I think be terrible. But the, only, the only thing he's, he's, uh, he's, he's causing these little problems at 20. Like, I don't know what he's going to be like. You know, you, we won't you, have, to, you have to you have to um, gauge whether, how, how is he going to be good for the club overall, going, mm. you know, going forward. If he's going to be disrupting things for the whole of his career at Liverpool, then it's a headache not worth having. You know, you have a player there in Jordan Oyep who can potentially replace him in the same position mm. I mean as long as we have Sterling and I in the team we have a little bit of a problem but after a wobbly start Andy like, you've never seen anyone get their head down and, and show real 
a dedication to what they're supposed to be doing he as also, much as he's, he's also like mm. Captain Scarlet but he never gets injured <laughs> I, I, I love Captain Scarlet he's yeah. great like that yeah. Yeah. but um, no I think the original point was if, if, a, if a bid came in from you know from uh, the, the tweet there yeah gosh like every player has his has his uh, price I mean, what would it be in your head I think I think 40, 50 million yeah. And, yeah. and I'd be happy you know because yeah. there's there's areas where they can invest that money and then you have who plays down the right whether he's plays right wing back whether he plays on the top of a yeah. four three three or something yeah. you know he's still he's still he's not the same type of player Sterling but he's he's that mould he's that attacking player with pace and everything else can I, can I ask there. you fellas a question that it's, it's a little bit possibly downbeat but it, it has to cross your mind we can finish off with this if you like but at this stage are we looking at Liverpool as being a club where players are it's almost like the second last stepping stone before players go to the really really big move of their career like we have a lot of good players we'll always have a lot of good players but our best players will always be in danger of being picked off is that where we're at now and like what do you mean at do you, now do you, do you see, no do you see us we've been there for about the last uh, you know, 8 years let, let, finish we've the been there forever yeah mm-hmm. like even back in the day like when Keegan went to Bayern Munich he, like he was Hamburg wasn't a Hamburg whatever <laughs> they, they were the Bayern Munich back then <laughs> <laughs> but like there's always a step up for well, when soon as well, Rushy went, they were following money. You know what I mean? And that was the well, Andy, Andy's point you is know? that uh, yeah. it's not it's not like it, Juventus it, were winning it wasn't the status thing. But Juventus were winning European Cups at the time. There was Platini there. You know, they were the champions in, in Italy. They went they were going to as big a club as what they were at. Now, would you say to me at this moment of time that we're the biggest club in England? Well clearly not. Now, are we the biggest club in Europe? I think you find geographically no, no. speaking that's impossible <laughs> no but what, this is what I'm saying to you you're saying a question at the, when you look back at the 80s right we were the biggest club you, in England and we were the biggest club you, no listen to me and the biggest club in, in Europe right <laughs> just listen to our trend <laughs> please get this, one, get this over with so you're saying are we, are we, are we the no, second last stepping stone yeah of course we are because we aren't in the elite bracket the end of the question well, which you, neither yeah. of you listened to was when and if but and how said, do we pull out of that what is the what's the next step? The Will second, one league do it? But second play second ste- the step and stone before the top isn't a bad old place to be. Because yeah. we're a step up for fucking ninety percent, ninety five percent. You're left with this heart skull and bullshit of your best players no. taking the step. But it, well, okay, even, where, even where, where United are that way. Like, uh, yeah. like there's always gonna be Real Madrid and Barcelona for you yeah. know Mediterranean yeah. players. They're always yeah. gonna yeah, want yeah, to be like yeah. the United were United were Tearing teams apart when they like they were in Europe, European Cup finals. That that wasn't enough for Ronaldo. Once Real Madrid were interested, Ronaldo was off. Mm-hmm. So you're always you're always going to have that in England, I think. So stop being a miserable bastard, Travis. What you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah but it, I, I, yeah. I, it, it does. It does. Fuck off. You won't host again. There is there is a point to the question because at the moment, like we'd be in danger of losing players to other English teams. Never mind European teams. Whereas, like you know, if we if we strung like two or three titles together in five years, That's you, it. You'd, you'd be one of the biggest teams in England. You're still going to have Real Madrid and Barcelona. Yeah. You're still going to yeah. be the big hitters, though. But that's what we need. That's, I'm sure, that's even if we, we were winning titles, um, Chelsea and City are still going to be fucking throwing money at yeah. players. Mm. So you're always going to have that. The only going back to your question, how do we get out of that? It's near impossible. Unless, unless something mega happens on the commercial side that makes you then mm. as 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 capable of as competing with the the cities and the Chelsea's. So well. even success doesn't do it, is what you're saying. Well, you'd need a run of success. Yeah, a serious run. A serious run and the commercial deals to go alongside it to put you in the same bracket as United, which then allows you to, to be on, a, on the same par as Chelsea and which City. Which brings us back to ugly capitalism again, which is where we start. I think that's where we're headed eventually, and I don't like it. Is uh, they've come in. 
and they've done great things for the club. They've they've got rid of all the dead wood. They've made a club like an attractive commercial place for companies to come and advertise, and they're doing everything that way. And they're building onto the stadium, and they're they're making the club a hell of a lot more attractive to Porges than when they came along. Mm. So I'd say Liverpool will be sold for about a billion in a, in maybe 10 years, something like that. And the only p- people that are going to buy a club for a billion are very, very rich people. Mm. So that's that's that, I, that's their, in their mind, I'd imagine. Mm. not here for the crack. <laughs> 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 it's not a problem. Thanks for clarifying that, You know, they're, they're, you can see very clearly. I mean, why would you go to the other side of the, not the other side of the world, because it's not the other side, but why would you go to the other side of the world? They could, they could, class. they could do what they're doing over there, like you know, yeah. in the sports. Like they, they didn't even know what soccer was. Yeah. So they're, they're not, they're not here as fans. They're here to make the club bigger and sell for profit. Now, to make a healthy profit, it's not like sell on for five hundred million or six hundred million. It's a billion. Hmm. It's like fucking get rich here, and that's where we're headed. The only people are going to buy the club for a billion are the likes of our city owners and Chelsea owners, like, and that's when, that's when we be doing all that shit. Or if they get the club so um, financially stable that they're making a fortune, well, then we're in it. So we're headed that way. The club is headed that way. But we're not that fancy to it. Yeah. You know? Happy days. <laughs> <laughs> but lads, that charity match was great. Hey! <laughs> yeah. There'll be no charity matches then. <laughs> Like Maybe the fucking Honda League Classic and all going on in the Texaco Honda Cup. Stadium and the fucking Tesco Cup, the last cup, yeah. the Newcastle one. Oh, I've missed McDonald's you, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> right, let's look forward then to the games that are coming up. Um, given that the the FA Cup match is midweek uh, next week, I suppose we'll have to have a look at both of them, and we'll probably be doing our pod in the wake of that game. So let's look ahead then to Arsenal Liverpool, which is Saturday lunchtime. I think the kickoff's been moved back an hour, um, and Blackburn Liverpool then, which is Wednesday night in the FA Cup. We we'll start off, I suppose, will we with the with the one that's coming up more mm. more um, pressing, which is the the league game. Um, uh, Paul, what do you think? How, how much of it, in terms of the, this game that's coming up, uh, how much of a setback was that United result and then the international break? In other words, in, in terms of a loss of, of momentum, first of all, the kicking the stones of losing to, 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 to the Manx and then, uh, you know, the break of the winning streak followed by the break in momentum. Yeah, that, that's, the, that's the big pain that we couldn't kind of pick ourselves up and go straight back yeah. for, into another game after. And as, as well, what the United loss has done now, like I didn't realise Arsenal were in such good form. Because I, 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 I just like... I just don't ignore, watch the football. I, yeah, I ignore a lot of stuff that yeah. goes on in the football world. And like I, the, only time I, the only time I saw them was the, Monaco, the game against Monaco at uh, the Emirates. It's shite. Like, like, These lads are shite. Like, well catchy. And then I looked at their form and was like, Oh shit! They're they're actually doing really really well. Yeah, like they yeah. even they even had a good performance then in the the second leg against yeah. Monaco. So so it's it's horrible that this is basically like a must win almost because yeah, against against a team where we never win at the Emirates. Like they're in really good form. They're really dangerous, and now we have to basically beat them mm. to kind of well. Like you could probably get away with a draw if you won the rest of the matches, maybe. But it's become so fucking like so must win now against such a horrible team to play against. Yeah, basically, I'm fucking terrified. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, we've been talking about most wins. It seems now for a long time. Um, everything is a must win. It is, yeah. But even like, the cup game is a must win. Everything is must win. <laughs> <laughs> but but are, are we in that situation now where we basically just have to win all the games? 
win all the games. Dum, dum, it's that simple. Dum. <laughs> dum, dum. What do you think? Like, I mean, if we, if we want to, if we want to no, qualify, we aren't, give, we, give we, aren't, we, aren't, we aren't in a situation where every game is must win. Okay, because mathematically we aren't. Psychologically, is Arsenal not one that we really, really could do with a, a morale boost in kind of a? I thing? think, I think, I think if we come out with a draw, we're still in with the good shout of Champions League. Because they don't move any further ahead of us, yeah. and it's Arsenal you want to haul in. Then, well, it's always Arsenal you want to haul in. Yeah, regardless, like, I can still see United dropping quite a few points, but the the problem is. Like we can't take. I don't think we can take two defeats on the bounce and then keep chasing. No, no, I don't, I, I, I don't think Ryan I, Giggs can take any more fondling of his face in the wake <laughs> of victories. I think he's going to break, and there will be a ri- uh, some sort of ricket. Oh, is, is that is that happening? Is it's it? happening he's, all the time. He goes straight Louis Van Hal, is it? Is Louis Van oh, Hal doing it yeah, with his doll yeah. face? Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> I, th- I think that guy's going to blow that the, the poor little. He's like a man. scrotum carved in a hammer. <laughs> 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 anyway, I digress. Sorry about that, but you, you, yeah, you, no, I, I don't. I don't. You think a draw will be? Adequate? I think I think a draw, and we've still got a, a chance. A loss. Um, it, again, it's like the United game. It's a must not lose. Mm. It is a must not lose. Mm. Like we shouldn't have lost the United, mm. um, because we've put ourselves now into a situation where we can't afford to drop points against Arsenal. You drop points against Arsenal, and effectively, even though mathematically, you, if you won every single game, you probably will end up with fourth. But that that you, you have no margin for error at that stage. So draw here, and you're still on course for putting seventy three points on the board. Yeah, um, and that's even that's even accepting one more loss before the end of the season. Well, we'll and winning the rest. We'll get into what we should look like in terms of the, 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 what we might set up like in but the, it, the it, personnel. But but, but morale wise, you, yeah. you 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 lose to Arsenal, you're eight points off them, right? And you're going in mentally. Shattered going into that FA Cup game as well. I think I think, I think I think after this game we still have to be sort of clinging onto the coattails. Yes. We have to be up yeah. there somewhere yeah. psychologically because if we're not, then a win, a win it's hard though. to say. Even like obviously you can talk about Matt and Max, but like it's just hard to say. Right, we, well, we've lost to our two kind of rivals for fourth place, but oh, we just win all the rest of the games and finish fourth. And, like, a, a it's win, really hard to look at it that way. A win and we set Arsenal up for their April wobble. Arsenal every single year mm. get up to April and people start thinking you know they might they might actually a very very favourable uh, yeah fixture list left though you know but, but this is what happens every year they get but up that, to no, that was old Arsenal the new Arsenal's a shite start and a really strong finish isn't it but even still they always get to April and they always drop points at some stage through April so what I'm saying is that you know we we win and we're, they, their heads go their mm. heads go they, they, all of a sudden they, instead of being eight points clear of us to three do you know what they start rem- reminding themselves of last year when they came to Anfield and we battered them right and they could have been eight points clear of us at that stage and we reeled it into three mm. and fucking we went on to blend them over and got, got above them <laughs> blend them over <laughs> blend them over <coughs> no blemmers fuck yous we're above this you this is fucking brilliant um, vocabulary with Phil this <laughs> evening um, Andy uh, on, on the topic of Arsenal uh, Paul was talking about their form earlier on like I mean before we start looking at our team and then what they might look like what, what, what is the strength of this side like I mean clearly they play attractive football but what were the strengths and weaknesses where can we get at them maybe that's um, <laughs> on my job <laughs> <laughs> what is this the fucking union that's <laughs> on my job get in the Arsenal fella to do this bit uh, look at the start of this turnaround uh, for Liverpool we played Arsenal on field and we are way better on the day mm-hmm. and just fucking with the skin of our teeth got the, got the point at the end so if it's a, a bit of the same again you know I think is Lucas probably going to come back into the team is he? We're certainly available yeah so and Flano yeah <laughs> Flano's there 
Flannel's ready. Hey, oh, are you laughing at? Flannel's ready. He's not. Flannel won't kick a ball for the rest of the season. Um, <laughs> of course he won't. <laughs> Some shit going down there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so no, no. Like we'll, we'll hopefully have a more effective midfield. Like you know, Lucas back in. He was brilliant before he got injured. So. Mm. Um, Let's see. Let's see if we can win the game in the middle of the park. I don't know what it's going to look like up front. I know he didn't want to talk about the team, <laughs> but like I can't no, tell. no, no, no. But no, I'm thinking no. to myself, how can we? If you're asking, how can we kind of beat this yeah, team? Well, let's let's get into that then. If you, let's completely ignore the strength. Because I think um, this is I, I'll do the strength. I think, yeah, uh, thanks, man. Like storage is a major deal. Uh, mm. Sterling's a doubt as well, isn't he? So you could be looking at. Well, him. he is after the fucking today. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um, Raheem, you could have. If an engineer is on, fuck off. Balotelli, was it? Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Balotelli, Brian. Fucking Ravi. You know, I think even Alan is struggling. Yeah. You know, so you're very little. Uh, you might have to change the shape altogether. Might have to go to four four two or something and put Can into the midfield. Or I don't know. Like there might have to be a rejig. So you never know. Kind of when Rogers does that, it tends to work, doesn't it? Yeah. But, yeah, you know, so something new. Yeah, we ain't gonna be looking at Liverpool the way they've been playing for a while, and he'd be thinking about how to pick them off. We don't have a terrible <coughs> lot of joy away to Arsenal, but they should just look at that game on Anfield and think like we were way better on the day, and they're dodgy enough at the back, like Arsenal. And I think as well, one of their big weaknesses is that they go into big like big games with, and they don't seem to think about defending. Like it's just like oh we'll we'll play our pass and we'll pile loads of players forward, mm. and then when when the ball does break on them, they they do seem to be quite open. Quite like, like Ferguson had Wenger's number. Like Ferguson was putting out some fucking <laughs> shy teams, and it was just like you know bang counter attack, and they were winning two 0 Like Arsenal had all the possession. And Ferguson, fucking Ji Sung Park, and Antonio yeah. Valencia or something are scoring Always, goals against yeah, them. Yeah. Like so, like so, you can look at it that way, and uh, like it's a game where you could say we'll just hold, hold, hold back, and then hit them on the break with with all our pacey players. Like so, that that's the one thing thing going for us. Yeah, I think. Uh, w- w- with with. No storage, which clearly is, is the situation. Is he definitely out, is he? Well, that's no, we, we've been told. We've been, it did say in the papers. They're quite saying, a while. they're saying, I think the echo said that you know, they're still hopeful that you might, yeah. Oh, right. yeah, I was, the telegraph as well. I think they were saying that they're going, he's going to be asked to play through the pain, like, yeah. So, yeah, but, uh, then he won't be, he won't be playing after this match. <laughs> he's, look, he's looked slow, like, that's, he still that's, looks a bullshit, slow that, that's probably back, a so. bullshit agenda, isn't it? That's something that's, I, I don't even want to know where that story's coming from because that's like something that somebody, right? Trying, I shouldn't say, ah, uh, it really is. Let's. Like make him we've got to get him to play through the pain bag oh test his test his resolve <laughs> yeah yeah oh, Jesus well. so anyway Phil you want to talk about how great Arsenal are to make us feel yeah, they're better great side, yeah. yeah go on yeah. Yeah, yeah. is that the hype no no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're great team and uh, yeah. they score got loads of goals yeah. actually that, that is the issue they do score loads of goals mm. um, and the way they're set up it will be I'd say Wenger will look at the way United played against us and look to exploit the same areas if we go in naive enough not to try address it mm. Mm. Um, because they're gonna like the three that they play behind Giroud. Like if you're talking about quality, if you're talking about United's quality that they had in the three behind Rooney last week, right? You've got you've got a choice of Cazorla, Walcott, Sanchez, and Ozil to play behind Giroud mm. in that space. Now, that's gonna push Allen and Henderson right back on top of a back three, unless we do something tactically. That you know, unless we push Chan into that central centre back. You don't, who you don't to, buy this Lucas option. No, because no. I think I don't think we should negate our own formation that's worked so well for us where there's a small tactical variation that will allow us to offset what teams have been trying to do against us. Mm. Because Saka will have Giroud's number. You can just let him take it. 
right? If, if it's Colo or Leverand, they can deal with them as well, right? We need to be able to stop the tree that's going to play in front. Um, and what, what we don't want to do is stop them at the expense of having Alan and Henderson drop back on top of us because that will just invite them, the Arsenal fullbacks, who will want the bomb on. Because that's mm. what Arsenal fullbacks always do. We'll just want the bomb on. And right? they both play very well. Yeah, uh, and I think we have to learn the lessons that we learned from the second half of the Swansea game where we did a slight variation in the formation. I know Gerard's not, not fit to play, but there's no reason why we can't play with, with Chan playing, playing there or playing as an auxil- as, as between a centre-back and a defensive mm. midfielder, stepping in and out when needs be. Yeah. Right? And, and, and let him play in that position because we know he's more than capable of playing at centre-back. We've seen him play in that position the couple of times that um, Rodgers has swapped Skirtle out to the right and brought Chan into the centre so he could get the ball and drive up the pitch and also play. He likes to go and attack players as they come towards him. Hmm. You know, it'll just stop the stop our team from dropping deep on us. So talk me through your 11 there from, from, the, from the back. My 11, yeah. It's, it's, I'd have Inulane goal. Um, I'd play Lovren or Colo as, as, as the centre-back in Skirtle. Would you not have a preference there, a very clear preference? Because <laughs> I know I would. I know everyone is saying. I know everyone will, will, will say Colo, right? Hmm. But uh, my argument on this is that actually Lovren hasn't done anything particularly terrible in the games that he did play. Are right? you put, saying put me in as the sweeper? I'm putting Carney. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm saying this is the right centre back. So right. I've, I've swapped Chan. The Chan is playing yeah. as my centre centre yeah. back, but sort of in the advanced position, yeah. almost mm-hmm. as a defensive midfielder who becomes okay. a centre back. So Colo or Lovren plus yeah. Sacco, obviously, and then Sacco, then Chan for, in the middle, the f- just ahead. Chan in the middle just ahead I have Markovic on the right uh, as, as right wing back mm. there's no way I start Sterling as right wing back if he's fit mm-hmm. because we're fucking wasting him there right? yeah. mm-hmm. Moreno is left wing back right and if you if you don't want to play Markovic I bring Mankio in for this game mm. there's no way I don't, I don't there is not a fucking god in the world who could force me to play your man Right. Yeah. Say, his can, name, <laughs> say his name, Phil. Say his name. I cannot say his name. <laughs> he might appear here. <laughs> we'll say it backwards into a mirror anyway, that's for sure. But <laughs> no, there is no logic on earth that puts him there. I'd actually play Flanagan ahead of him. Why? You, you seem very helpful. Do you think there's even the vaguest possibility he starts? Flanagan, oh. Flanagan hadn't played for five years and he started against Arsenal last year. And he went on his run of form from then. Mm. Flano loves Arsenal, loves playing the Emirates, played really well when he was there. Yeah. So, but if you're talking in order, I'd have Mankio, I'd have Flano, and, but I'd start Markovic. Markovic, yeah. yeah why, sure. why not? Because okay. what Markovic does is he, he, he's good defensively and he really put, presses teams back. So, no, no Lucas, Hendo and Allen for you in the middle and then ahead of them? Hendo and Allen in the, in the centre, and then we, I'm, I'm assuming storage is out for, for, for the sake of this. Then it's Coutinho, Sterling. And Lalana, even though Lalana's been out of form, but I, I, that tree is the tree that's been our best attack and mm. trust since Christmas. You still have a player left, don't you? Where? No, you don't. I don't. No, you don't. Because I picked Perfect. 11. If I pick Perfect. some, I remember Chan, I just didn't say his name because I've said it like 27 million billion times. Now you said, didn't you say Coutinho, Lalana, and Sterling across the top? Yeah. And then you were just saying Allen and Henderson. Alan There's Henderson. one more player. There is one more player. I have, a 10. I have Moreno. No, you have I have no Alan, I have Henderson, I have Markovic. That's four across the middle. You, I have three up front and I have three at the back. So how can I get another player in there? Where is Chan's in the middle of the back, is he? Yeah. Okay, I see where we're going with this. I think he has, yeah, he's named. I think he has. See where we're going with this. Markovic. Flanovic. Any changes you'd make to or, or tweaks you'd make on that or would you absolutely not go I'd, on anything like that, Paul? I'd, yeah, which, no, it's a similar enough team for me, yeah, but like I'd be the opposite of Phil. I would sit back and like if Arsenal want to make it, like if they want to pull forward and make it Coquelin versus Coutinho and whoever else we've got up there mm. in forty yards of space, I'd let I'd let them do that. Mm. I think like that's that's what happened at Anfield. They were just so open 
and like I, I can't believe we lost that match. Like it was horrible that we didn't we didn't score more goals. Like because they they were just absolutely completely up. Look, like a lot of our fans, you know, when you mention Lucas, they say, "Oh well, he, he, he's forced to play there because he's the only one that's remotely defensively looks good." Like that times that by a hundred for Cockland. Like he's become one of Arsenal's more most important players. Yeah, and he's and actually played very well for them. Dorothy is. Yeah, he's scat though. <laughs> you're basing this on the Monaco game you just said it a few minutes ago and you looked at the phone table I've seen him before and it's ridiculous that he's become a fucking star player <laughs> if, it, if it ends up with him trying to put out fires that Coutinho and all that trying to start like Arsenal are in trouble your head is going to be so, wrecked when he has a blinder or a focus at him like, so what, what's, what's the attacking section of your team like is it the same as Phil's or do you see any difference um, well uh, yeah, if, if Sturridge is out then I'd go Sterling up top with Probably, I'd, I'd probably try and put Coutinho and Markovic behind them. Coutinho and Markovic. Andy, what about you? Any tweaks on that? Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, I agree with Phil and um, Paul. Just the, I'm trying to think back to the team that played at Anfield. I remember mm. Henderson played like left wing back or something, didn't he? And Markovic played right wing back. Mm. You Gerard and Lucas, didn't you? Yeah. And then who was up top? Sterling played through the middle up top. Coutinho and Alana, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So like something similar to that, That's except right. obviously you have Henderson yep. into the middle, and then you have Moreno and yep. either Manquillo or mm-hmm. or uh, Markovic down the right. If Lallana is not fit, then Markovic up further, yep. and Manquillo come in. Yep. Yeah, the, the Lallana you know, thing is, 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 is the big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Just look, like, don't, don't, don't no. Nah. Yeah, the Lallana thing is the big question because if he comes in, it's relatively undisturbed the way the team lines up. I love your idea of a, te- of a, of a, of a tactical tweak. I think he's going to leave it exactly the same at the I'm, back. I'm, I'm, listen, yeah. I, listen, uh, this is this is why... This is why... Why do you think Khan's <laughs> been struggling a little bit at that, upset, r- at that right centre-back role lately? That's not a bad It wouldn't be yeah. a bad idea to take yeah. the little bit of defensive pressure off him, have him sweep, or give him a little bit of freedom there yeah. to go if he wants and go. Because he likes to go. You know. Yeah, he likes, he likes to step to in. Yeah. He likes to step in without Skirtle there. Your 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 centre central back. You don't have to replace a like for like. You can just change it slightly and take the pressure away. The, the, what what Swansea and United did so well over it <laughs> was to fucking go and literally go and press the lads. Yeah. So look, he'll be able to push them on. <laughs> Ali, you're right, you're kind of dying slowly there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, playing trains and automobiles, yeah. you know, you want Owen and then, I'm Owen. You yeah. shout the fellow who pulls up the yeah. big up, it's like being in there with him. <laughs> oh, okay, let's take a few minutes and look forward to the to the to the uh, FA Cup match. Um Ryan Grant. <laughs> everyone forgot was on Wednesday. <laughs> everyone forgot was on Wednesday. Has it changed um uh I th- I think has that, anyone changed their perception of the importance of this? Yeah man, it's the most important cup <laughs> yeah, you know you have. You, yeah. you, I'm, I'm, I'm up for the cup. cup FA Cup, that, FA Cup. Yeah. Look, I think the 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 colour of that game is completely influenced by what happens on Saturday. We lose, and it's all about to come for you. It's all about to come. But no, but, but if 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 we lose, God knows what the reaction will be like going into that cup match, because it's going to be more or less the same players who will go into the, the cup game. And how how does that sensation of being eight points behind Arsenal fucking feed into a cup match where which has become a potential banana skin? We win and we go in there and we put fucking fifteen goals past. <laughs> yeah, we said that in the first leg, Paul. What are your thoughts about the, the about the cup game? Are you um, are you starting to hang an awful lot more importance on it than you had initially? Yeah, no, I'm not really. I just, like I, w- I wanted to win it anyway, so I don't know. Yeah, I just don't know. <laughs> I think it's going to be horrible. It's going to be a horrible game. I think. Yeah, you know, well, you're we basically you know a bit. We have a big game this weekend, 
And then going to, you know, Ewood Park is obviously going to be rocking with a lot of bastard Blackburn fans. <laughs> <laughs> like they, were, they were a bastard team to play against. So it's just going to be a bastard game. Yeah. Really. I think it's, it's, like, it's not going to be nice at all. Even if we win against Arsenal, I don't think it's going to be pretty. I think yeah. we bashed Blackburn. Because unlike the first game where they just tried to defend against us for the whole thing. Hmm. They'll have to do something in this game. Nah, that, that, that is the one kind of good thing. Like yeah. even, even if the manager does try and say, right, we'll just go the same, we'll just try and frustrate them, like the home crowd will... We'll cause we'll, them to fucking yeah. come out past their 18 yard box. It's still going to be fucking horrible yeah. though. 15 yeah. now. Terrible. Off. Uh, Andy, have you any, any um, revolutionary thoughts on the FA Cup by comparison with these boys? No. It's all a bit downbeat if you don't mind me saying so. I think, um, I think uh, 15 if, if we have to lose against Arsenal, um, that's going to put an eight point gap between uh, us and United because mm. they're bound to win at the weekend so um, it will change the complexion and all of a sudden that game is going to be much bigger like you know we won't be prioritising the league anymore because mm. 8 points would be impossible yeah. at that stage yeah. um, so not what? Not mathematically. not mathematically but like um, hashtag 81 points LFC family club <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be now 78 is the max <laughs> 75 would be the max if we're beaten yeah. and then we have to still play Chelsea 75, so we'll get 75. No, because we won't be beating Chelsea. <laughs> so 72 will be the max. So it'll be a big, big ask. Big ask if we're beaten. So I think it becomes, the FA Cup becomes huge then on Wednesday. Depending on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, look, okay. I expect us to go through either way anyway. Right, well, let's let's put that to the test. First of all, let's get some predictions for the um, Premier League game uh, at Arsenal on Saturday lunchtime. Um, Paul, your show. Two all. Two all, um, Andy. Yeah, one all. One all. You think? Okay, I think we have to win this one, so I think we will win it. I'd say two one, Phil. I think the gods are with us. I think the we're gods. Ch- yeah, the gods. The gods of Cobalt. <laughs> the seriousness are with us. on your face yeah. as well. Yeah. I think the gods are with us. I think the Mysterons yeah. are with us. Go on. <laughs> Go on. But I definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think we win. You think I think I think we're on for a, a all you're giving me overdue an Emirates win. <laughs> okay, so okay. four four one four one excellent. Paul, uh, the, the um, six one, the FA Cup match horrible, horrible, and Ho- horrible. <laughs> I don't know. Probably squeeze a two one. Okay, win. two one win for us, Ali. One nil, Balotelli in the eighty ninth minute. Excellent. Uh, get Jared out to Wembley, I say. So yeah. uh, I'd say that's how it's going to go. I'd say we get through, Phil. Yeah, 15 now. Excellent. Going to fucking hammer those Blackburn bastards. Deadly. Yep. Enjoyed that preview. Batter them. It's good. Bruce them, yeah. Bruce them. Yeah, fuck me. I thought I was a fan. Right, we good to go. The model go. of Anfield would be weird. What would you do? Seriously, what would you do with a model of Anfield? You'd have to have a big gaff. You want a big gaff yeah, somewhere you can display yeah. it. Even still, you need a man wife. But the same it, like, like if I had a big gaff the last thing I'd be thinking is I'll put a big Anfield in it well do you have any jerseys <laughs> on display or no. boots or any that shit no like if you're not into that there's no way you're building a model Anfield and put if Lewis, Lewis Suarez gave me a signed pair of boots I'd wear them to Astro I would <laughs> so I don't have to pay 130 quid for a pair of boots yeah I wouldn't be into that shit myself yeah. at all but like what would you do I don't, you just leave it there and say look th- th- this, is mo- this, this is my model of Anfield <laughs> and I bet you whoever has it probably has a tiny gaff and it's taking up way too much space. Probably no, if, I had, if I had a big gaff and I had a man cave, you'd be putting all sorts of knickknacks like that in there. You would have a jersey or two on the wall. I don't know. In a man cave, would you? Yeah. 
Yeah, like say you had the only thing a I'd, big, big room like where you had a pool table, yeah. big massive fucking projector TV. I have a studio, no notion of putting a any shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> Right, lads, I reckon I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking study. Jesus a study Christ. in a man cave couldn't be further. Look at the spectrum of rooms. Well, does it have? Do you, do you have a kid? Hang, hang, hang on a second. Hang on a second. I know, like, you can have a Does it have a secret <laughs> passage? Is that a lighting <laughs> station over in the yeah. corner? <laughs> Boy, is that what you have in a man cave? Is that what you have in a man cave? A lotion section? <laughs> do you have a book library thing? That's also a secret passageway. Because that's the only time a study's acceptable. Yeah. You, pre- you pull a book and it opens and you go into your cave. That's, I, like I write a lot and I read a lot, so I have a study. And there's a desk in it, so it's a study. Is, is this the box room? Have you a box isn't room it, with yeah. a desk in it? <laughs> <laughs> it's the box room, isn't it? It's a box room. It's a fucking <laughs> box room <laughs> with a desk <laughs> and a chair. <laughs> Let's see if we have a picture. Oh, we can't oh, wait to see the picture. <laughs> Most people showing our picture that man cares. Yeah. So look at the TV, you got fucking look at it. Bleeding. A billion speakers. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. That's like the That's like the box room. You found my coach's yeah. weakness. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you could be. Eventually, you skeletons in my closet. Yeah. Yeah. In my study. Okay. We didn't know you, Trevor. What? We didn't know you, like. Uh, you were just a bloke in the pub that read at the bar <laughs> and, study. and then okay. for some reason you okay. just got talking to you one night and you were there going alright you see you read a lot in the pub I will like, just tell like to take things out and like, study everything <laughs> 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 when Trevor when Trevor Benji is out and is a fucking serial killer and they're asking us somebody else like what did you think oh no well I always thought he was a nice guy but now that you mentioned well First one was from Sam, uh, Sam McGuire. And he says, if you were being sent to a deserted island as opposed to a desert island, I like this, deserted island, you could take one of Jordan I, Ibrahim Sterling or Daniel Sturridge with you. Who would you bring and why? <laughs> <laughs> I'd bring Sterling. What? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you can't run away then. Because what? Can't run away. Can't go anywhere. Yeah, but you... You see, I know why you're saying that, because he can't escape his contract, but he can't play for Liverpool either because he's on the deserted island with Don't you. Don't care, he's with me. Okay, perfect, perfect. I got storage. Well, I can storage hug him. The most crack out of the trail. And uh, actually, we talked a lot about Sterling and his interview. The one thing that hit me, he came across very kind of Michael Owen in it. You know, that kind of a bit self-obsessed. Yeah, and, you know, he, like that's the one thing I took from it. Like, I think... A lot of the fans won't really won't really like him that much after that interview. It seemed because yeah. I, I watched it on YouTube, like so I came across it was real kind of Michael Owen. So you know, like, we never really took that Owen either. So for you, then that makes it a simple choice between Jordan Hype and yeah. And I just got I've seen storage looks like a bit of crack. Like you see him, you know, on the and he has a lot of time off because he's injured so much. So he won't probably be taking he won't miss many matches when he, he won't goes. Miss any commitments? That's very very considerate. Andy, who do you take it? No, no, no. You wouldn't take any of them. No. So you just refuse. Just to I like question. watching them play football. I wouldn't be into that company. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell! Uh, <laughs> Daniel Purcell's wondering: um, Would you rather win? The, this again seems fairly obvious, but maybe there's a, an angle I'm not saying. Would you rather win the lottery? Or get Steve Bruce's head full of one pound coins. There'd be certain conditions to that. Go on. Only if Steve Bruce is like, you know, at a kid's party, you get to hang a donkey. 
out oh pinata yeah and then you smash the shit out yeah. of it for ages Quality. so to get the coins out <laughs> <laughs> you have to smash the Bruce's head open that would be worth a lottery win to you yeah smashing exactly yeah. not at all violent either no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> any other thing to break it out <laughs> He voiced that I was a serial killer. I think what he's trying to say as well is that Steve Bruce's head is so big. I think that's like, the, 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 one coin, the one pound coins, and it would be more. And it probably would. Like a bus fare as well, that'd be. Is it just yeah, me? It would or, be tremendously. Does Steve Bruce's head look like it's reversing through surgery pictures? So it started off as a face <laughs> and it's gradually going through the face where it's all swollen and bruised and puffy and he can't see out. Because every time I see it, it's just like... More and more just, damaged yeah. looking. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, he's like, he's like a granny. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big granny face. <laughs> do, you, do you ever see one like whole scar and then and he, and he can't really celebrate because he's too fat. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a stranded fucking like like a, like a whale that's been beached or something. Like he, he's trying to do little jumps and all, but he can't. <laughs> Do you reckon if he if somebody botoxed him, the skin would all just drop down and he'd have like a skin beard? Oh, a big. Daniel also wants to know if you could take the body part of any animal, what would it be? I like that. That's yeah. cool. That yeah. works. What about you, Any Any animal body parts you'd like? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're being immensely helpful <laughs> on this particular round of questions. <laughs> no. would, would you know, a, a tail for a bit of crack would be a laugh as well. A tail, yeah. I like how I like how animals can control tails when they're happy. You know what I mean? You can tell. So you can if you're the, the is, tails, yeah, the dog is. Yeah, but you're not wagging your coccyx. Tell me you're not wagging your coccyx. I'm wagging it right now. But that would, you know. But for somebody else to have it, so you'd know. Actually, people have tails that be handy. Like, are they happy? You'd know. <laughs> Because their tails be wagging. You just see them coming. Yeah. They're happy, they're happy. Happy, approach? that's happy. You know, and you know, if you talk to Mrs. and she's like, you all right there? You'd know, because our tail would be wagging. And if it wasn't... <laughs> <laughs> Could be helpful, all right? Speaking <laughs> of things that are... Not as long as traffic. Uh, lacking in, in animation. Uh, Stuart wants to know, Stuart Northcott wants to know, what's Roy Hodgson's favourite type of men's underwear, do you think? <laughs> He's definitely got the same five pack of stale yeah. Y fronts that like the Malmo fans gave him. There's no for... way he's wearing anything but scaldy Y fronts. Yeah. Like, and the old, the real old fashioned ones. Possibly ones with colour down the front of them. Yeah. Colour yeah. being discolour. Uh, uh, stain like. Is that where you're going with this? And no, he's definitely like Rain Man. Like, his missus be trying to buy him new ones, and these are definitely not my boxers. <laughs> He's definitely got the same, just the same five pairs, and it's his missus has to put a hazmat suit on. <laughs> Takes them off and with a crowbar boils them. <laughs> boils them in a vat. <laughs> I go back to look at those pictures from. Remember when he went on his World Cup tour? Yeah, yeah. There's got to be there's got to be a VPL in those shots. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a lot of lunging going on there. That's slacks on his fucking high tech. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Harry is wondering. Um, this is on the back of um, my dodgy uh, eyewear last day. He says, following the eye patch, what's the worst item of clothing or hat or accessory you've ever owned? <laughs> what's the worst item of clothing? You've I've ever had owned? many bad hats. <clears throat> bad hats. Yes. Yeah. Bad hats. Uh, I, like when you mean bad, like did you have a fedora or some shit? Did you have like an Indiana Jones hat or something awful like that? 
everyone, he did, didn't you? Look at the fucking head. He did. Jesus. Everyone has one of those. Everyone has one of those, yeah, yeah. Uh, the last time I was in here, I was wearing something that had a sort of a cowl around the neck. That was fairly awful. Wasn't it? <laughs> that was particularly horrendous. Because <laughs> <laughs> it had short sleeves and a cowl. Yeah, yeah. That's a fucked up mixture. Yeah, it's fairly bad. I might go, I won't go home and throw that out. <laughs> I think you should troll in Roy's vat of boiling underpants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andy, any dodgy items of clothing ever? Uh, no, I was never really out there now with the fashion or anything like that. I had earrings. That was embarrassing. I had earrings. Yeah, well, yeah. it does oh, say accessible. I, I can't imagine that. I had, the fucking, had one up there and there and there. Oh, and then proper there. sham head on you. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no, they weren't gold or silver. That's all right. So, yeah, I had them. Well, I had one of those leather cuffs which is in a photograph that I took once and you people ripped the living piss out of me for it leather cuff wanker was what I got told <laughs> in WhatsApp so I can I can appreciate that I'll, I'll put that in there as mine N- nothing else then striking you I, I had an ex who bought me uh, a sovereign ring oh, holy fuck did I you had, wear it with your earrings uh, no no oh, no. this was this would have been uh, did it match my earrings did it say something on the inside of your sovereign ring what I never looked at fucking it's melted down. Cash for gold, fucking cash for gold. Cash for tin. The man didn't even believe it was gold. Uh, and I was like, I, I wore L complete guilt there one time, and when you were with her, like, is yeah, it? yeah, yeah. But like, it made it so clear that I'm not into fucking any sort Did of. Did it say Beyonce like or Magella for Andy? Or no, something it was like. just a poxy sovereign. Like, <laughs> you know the sovereign, like, you know the sham ones, like big huge coin at the big top. Huge, yeah, Awful. Yeah. <laughs> so like. I remember like the following year there was a birthday or Christmas or something and you know the way they, the mates would be sniffing and what do you look you know this around you and, and like I think I would have been like yeah fucking Playstation game or Playstation I don't know because she's a daily surprise lined up and all like that <laughs> you know, I was like I oh, will then go to surprise yeah just yeah just like, there's nothing I really want yeah surprise would be great have a guess what I got another ring except this time it was a college ring you know with a fucking kind of a stone in it and all College ring. No, that's beyond. It's me. like a. It was not a gold ring, but it had a stone in it. <laughs> like a coloured wine, coloured stone in All it. Right, okay. Holy fuck! Like how fucking how how attuned with life can someone be? Like? <laughs> <laughs> Did they walk for his bejeweled ring? ring. They didn't wear. Probably it. saw you wearing your sovereign ring and once, your lovely earrings. Once, thought, not the earrings. This lad loves a bit of jewelry. Earrings hadn't kicked in at this I stage. I probably had that look about you. The earrings were like a cool stage. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The rings were like would have been you know fucking sixteen, seven-year-old sham. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the earrings are like, you know, making a statement, putting a stamp, <laughs> putting a stamp on this wall. I'm fucking killed. Uh, <laughs> silver earrings, like, you know. Uh, any, other, any other earrings wearers? In the- I had earrings. Did you? Mm-hmm. And I had a Malcolm X bean. <laughs> a what? what? Yeah, ma- everyone was mad into that Malcolm X. Show. I had a Malcolm X beanie, but it was a toy at the top. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is this when you're in your rap stage? It is, isn't it? Oh, fuck, man. Do you remember naff jackets? I can't imagine this. I can't imagine what it looks like. Can you Google it? Do you remember naff jackets? It's like a hat with a, t- yeah. with a knot on the top. No, it wasn't a knot on the top. It was just open. It was like, open, like but a it, was, it was pulled then it was, in. There was a, like a black string that went around and pulled it in. <laughs> Safely the most horrendous thing you've ever seen. Trevor remembers this. Apart from your cowl top. <laughs> so, so it's like a fucking... Well, like, not like something a, a white guy should be trying to pull off. It's, it's a fucking sock on your head. Tell you, Roland, in the 90s. With Malcolm X with you. 
What's around the You look back and I never saw that. You're not 11. What's the story with hats that, like, they too much room in them? It's for your head to grow into. But no one's head is shaped like that. Why are they big? The, the flappy bit. The, the flappy bit. No, you look back on that. In if we're still doing this podcast in like, twenty five years, I <laughs> go. You know, I had this hat like and it was like it was real long. It was more like a sock on me. <laughs> you never got a head into it. <laughs> it just sort of flaps around and all. But they were the same thing. Like, you never got a head into it. <laughs> We should get off this topic quickly. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's like a <laughs> that the Mickey's not long enough to fit. <laughs> so what you're saying is that I am a walking dickhead. <laughs> Troyer asks, "What's the best shit you've ever had?" We've all had one. Don't lie. He says, "What's the what's the best shit you've ever had?" There's I'll many. What haven't been the, 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 the two I've had in the past two days. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a scene in uh, you know one of those American shows I don't know which one it is but you know your man's asking the doctor he's like like I keep wiping and there's just more shit it's like I'm, it's like I'm wiping a marker that's exactly that's, that's been happening to me it's, it's horrendous like. and then you know you're a bit paranoid like, have I, have I wiped that you know, go back go back out to the desk sitting there working away and going jeez I wonder if I wiped that enough now should I still be in there it was like it was never ending. Two two days in a row. <laughs> I'm worried about what tomorrow brings. To be honest, <laughs> maybe you should start writing on your page. Use your arse. <laughs> and I got my work. There's only there's only one other fella like in the whole floor, but he's on the same. Like it doesn't matter what time I go out for a shit. He's on. He's in a different yeah. office, so it's not even as if he can see me going. Into the <laughs> and it's doing this to piss me off. But I go in right. Have a show. You know, you want to sit there. You know, have a few minutes to, like dicking about on your phone or whatever. He comes in. You just hear like you know, nearly legging it into the stall, like <laughs> frantically pulling his bags out and scuttering everywhere. These big hard, <laughs> big horrible jokes. Like, and it's every time. Like it's 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 a miracle. Like uh, that he something, makes it. There's something like supernatural about because it, it's it's not like the odds don't stack up. Like he uh, can't just come in every time I'm having a shit. No matter like. Yes, the admin! Before we start, a personal note. Uh, thankfully, even in the case of future Danny Demise and the pirate galleon, the future of the tripper seems hearty. As Phil comfortably ran the show last week, reaction to the Sadies hosting was tremendously positive. One or two regulars did make a couple of cautious notes. For example, Phil Scrime said, for God's sake, don't let Casey have the helm again. The admin was all over the shop. That'd be this bit. James O'Regan said, the admin was mad. Sounded like smashy and nicey. Sam McGuire said, will Phil be doing the porno-themed admin section again? That's quite an impression you made here. Andy talked about your 90s pirate radio vibes. So anyway, we'll nice. just get on. To, nice. We'll get back on to what we normally do. Charity, and we will shout out for Astro Park. Uh, book your pitch time at astropark.ie. We want to mention the AIP channel. Uh, that's at AIP channel, where you'll find a hell of a lot of quality pods, including our own from tomorrow. And we want to mention your day trippers tonight. They were Paul Brennan, Andy Young, Phil Casey, and myself, Trev Downey.
get it. They became fans of the club. I might look up that smartest thing now after what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> so if the new camp burned down, right? <laughs> <laughs> and your gaff burned down, and your bank was frozen, all you had was a ticket to Anfield, right? <laughs> 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 right there, yeah. of the Mr. Ons. We know that you can hear us, Earthmen. You attacked our complex on Mars, and you will pay a heavy price. Our next act of retaliation will be to destroy the city of London. Do you hear, Earthman? We will destroy the city of London. This week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub and start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. Social Podcast Network.